Beyond the Buckles, real rodeo topics for cowboys and cowgirls. This episode is brought to you by our friends at Young Cattle Company. Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of Beyond the Buckles podcast. As with me as always, the gang, man. We got the gang here. We got Blake Skaggs, Nathan Gillen, and Blaine Hart. Man, I want to talk to y'all guys about this episode coming up. This is the episode I've been looking forward to. I've been dying to talk youth rodeo and youth bull riding with none other than Brandon Wren, president of PYRA, ex-president of WCMB, and professional rodeo announcer. So he's kind of does does it all. We we just call him the mustache. The mustache man. That's it. Thanks yeah. for mustache. How you been, man? I've been great. It's been yeah. awesome. You've been on the road a lot, been, lots, been traveling. Lots of events on the road, been doing all kinds of events all over the country. It's been it's been a busy, blessed year. I bet. I, I and I recently found out that uh you you went full time announcing. You're you're all in. All in, all in. Oh. Chips are in the center of the table. Oh boy! So you got your PRCA card. Yes, going sir. pro rodeos. What about your PBR? You got into I that? Yeah, I've got some a handful of PBRs lined up. Good. And so we're doing some of those and and amateur rodeos as well. Hey, you got to do them all. Man, all I can say is it's about damn time they woke up and got you in there because. <laughs> I like listening to you talk and get going. I, I kind of get tired of listening to him talk, honestly. Well, We're supposed to be kind of nice on this episode, Blake. Come on now. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. It does that. pump me up. When, when you, you hear talk, Brandon talk? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, you got to treat them all the same. It don't matter if it's amateur rodeo or miniature rodeo yeah. or the PBR World Finals or NFR. Yeah. You got to do them all the same. Well, especially in youth rodeo, you got to build the kids up, make it feel like it's that atmosphere is there. That, you know, the hype get it man. going, the hype. You got to yeah. get yeah, it there. That's Brandon. Yep. You got to get yep. it there. I will give that to Brandon. He does a great job. Don't don't matter what level he's at, announcing. He does it all all for the professionals to the to the kids, and he don't change. He mm-hmm. don't change. the The guy don't change from if he's at a youth rodeo or if he's at a PRCA. He treats them kids just like they're eighteen year old pro athlete. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, you just did the YBR final. That was yep. Yep. How many times you done that? that? This was my sixth year. Sixth year. And how is this one right towards the, the last six overall, the stock and the riders? And- stock, stock was okay. Stock was, was really? good for all the kids. Uh, this year there was more kids. There was like 35 or 40 more kids than normal there. Yeah. Um, so a they lot had about more kids. 400? Uh, it was like 389, 390, something like yeah. that. Um, there was a lot more from Mexico, a big team from Mexico this year. Wow. Um, they brought a huge team from there and a big yeah. team from Australia. So they it opened was, the border, it was, huh? Open the border up. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That, that's what they told me. Thanks, Madden. We got more bull riders for the YBR. Exactly. They, they, that's what they said. They said this year was easier to get across the border than any year before. And that's exactly no what the man told me. It really doesn't. That's what he told me. I mean, it was just easier for them to get across. Last year, um, we get right there two days before it starts. Did they and, walk across or were they wet when they got there? Oh, God. <laughs> I don't know about all that. I don't know about all that. But last year, there was five kids that got stuck at the border. They wouldn't let them yeah. cross. Yeah. I remember, I remember hearing something about that. They but, got stuck, and in Australia, you know, with all the, the restri- there's still restrictions on the COVID still, stuff yeah, and all yeah, that in Australia. coming over. It's it's hard to get over here because I know the, uh, and I'm they're gonna hate me uh, for this, but they're Bor Borgello, the Bor- yep. Uh, I, I can't pronounce it right. I either. can't either. They're gonna hate me, but I love great them guys. people. Met great people. I met them a couple years ago at the WC Finals, and uh, during the team deal and stuff. Man, they they was they're awesome people. And I, I'm I, I'm glad to see them being able to be able to come back over here. Yep, they were here this year. They were here at the Good. YBR this year, and uh, um, last year they couldn't make it because of those restrictions. Yep. And and they they fight hard in Australia for them kids. Yep, they do. I, I keep up with them on Facebook and stuff and, and social media. And, and there's a couple of kids down there that are daggum salty. salty. I mean, salty. really good. Kai Hamilton's one of them. Kai Hamilton's yeah, one of Kai them Hamilton. that made it through the deal. And mm-hmm. and uh, now he's on the big show. Yeah. So, little back, little backstory here. How did you get started announcing? Because I know that wasn't. Yeah, I'm sure you, as a kid, you wouldn't like pure I'm grow up and be a rodeo announcer. Pure D accident. <laughs> I, I tried riding bulls and never was that great. Um, <laughs> I got on a bunch of bulls. I was a bull getter on her. Yeah. Um, but loved it. I come from the city. I wasn't. Mm-hmm. I wasn't a cowboy. I wasn't a. You know, didn't have no country life other than my uncle had a a dairy farm and. You watched Urban Cowboy in, in a couple of times. Life. Oh <laughs> yeah. yeah. I dress. I dress like that sometimes. <laughs> Uh, but I, I, I just love the sport. A buddy of mine got me into it, and, and I went and rode some bulls and, and loved it. I just wasn't good. And uh, I thought, okay, I'm going to try to be a bullfighter. So I started fighting bulls and, and wasn't too shabby. I didn't think for the time. I, I did pretty good, but I didn't like getting hit. 
And so I started working back pens and it just kind of hanging out. And a buddy of mine, his name is Brett Weldon, and uh, he lives in Guthrie, Oklahoma. Um, I'd help him set up, and then I'd go to the back pens and sort bulls. And he said, man, you need to buy a sound system and get after it. It took him two years, two years to get that going. And uh, he finally got my wife talked in. They bought behind my back. They bought some speakers and a laptop and some stuff. Nice. And uh, I started doing the Junior Bull Riding Association, Bull Riding in Kellyville, Oklahoma. Yeah. And I done them. I done like six or eight of them shows. Now them six or eight. I booked ten or twelve more. I booked this, that, and the other. And here we are, uh, eighteen years later, and we're rocking and rolling. And still yeah. a sissy, just like always. Well, you'll have that from time to time. <laughs> scared, of the, scared to get hit by a little bull. Oh, absolutely. Hey. Well, I can tell you that's why I rode so good is because I didn't want to fight them. Mm, no. I mean, a bull rider gets on one, maybe two bulls a night. A yeah. bullfighter gets in front of all of them, right. five but or 50, and, the thing and, is, and, and they're going to get hit. Yeah, the bull gonna, fighters, it's a matter of time. The bullfighter's guaranteed paycheck. You yeah. don't ride your bull? Yeah, so, true. I mean, that's what I like you, about the announcing world. You, got, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you don't have to get hit. You don't have to get on. Nothing crow's nest and and you can just jabber and run your mouth exactly yeah, yeah. kind of like so, what we do on this show we just run our mouth so, so when did your balls drop to get that deep of a voice and that pretty of a voice was it about four, the time you got 14, the mustache 14 when the mustache <laughs> come in the voice got really deep boy i know that it is a great as we voice see yours is finally coming in. Yeah, I don't <laughs> know. It's I'm finally patchy. growing up. It's well, kind of patchy. I'm growing up, guys. Give me, yeah. give me a break. One of these days, you can, you can start giving legitimate mustache rides. Yeah. Because <laughs> <laughs> yeah. right now it's you know with the baddies. Not there yet, buddy. With all the baddies, that's, yeah. that's what I'm talking about. So where have you been, Brandon? Where have you been this year? Where, where's the big place? I have been all over the country. I know you've done year. some BFOs. I've uh, um, done the BFOs last year. Got a few of them. I, I've done some UBFs this year on the yeah, bullfighting okay. world. Uh, probably the highlight this year. I thought it was the coolest thing ever. Um, I got to do the Bob Tallman Invitational team nice. roping. Wow. Um, nice. Out in Reno? Like, in Reno, Nevada. Okay. And I was like a little schoolgirl. Yeah. I mean, I was. Oh, yeah. I mean, there's nobody greater than Bob Tallman, in my uh-uh. opinion. Nope. No. And uh, we kick it off. He had some TV stuff that morning and hadn't seen Bob yet. I've known him for a couple of years. And um, I turned around and coming down the stairs was Bob Tallman and Bob Feist. And Wow. I mean, it was like, holy cow. Like, I've made do, like an do angel. Do I stop now? Down. Do I drop the mic? Do I run? What I do? And, <laughs> and uh, we get through the first round and, and both of them, both of them said, man, what an awesome job. And Bob talked uh, Bob Feist talked about Bob Tallman, and that's where he got his start mm-hmm. and where things kind of took off. And um, the highlight of the whole week was Bob Tallman said, "Till you die, you can have the Bob Tallman Invitational Team Roping. So wow. I thought that was – That's that was, awesome. That's the, probably that's the best compliment. Yeah. Best that's compliment awesome. you could ever have in life. And, uh, in the announcing it was cool. world anyway. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, for yeah. sure. And um, they introduced me one night at the rodeo pre-show before anybody to say, our, you know, our announcer for the Bob Tallman's here, Brandon Wren, and – um, to me, that's been uh, that you cool, can do the man. NFR fifty times over and the PBR World Finals a thousand times, and that means more to me than anything. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Getting that recognition from the best, oh, Bob yes. Tallman. I mean, wow. And, and Bob, Bob Tallman, Feist, and Bob Feist. I mean, that's two wow. of the greats. I yeah. mean, that's the legends right there. Yeah, for sure. And you, uh, I know you're keeping the road hot. You're going to Coffeeville uh, tomorrow. Yep. We'll go to Coffeeville tomorrow. Uh, LJ Jenkins Bull Riding Tour stop. We kick off the pro rodeo there and. Uh, be with Dustin Jenkins, LJ's brother, and um, what a goofball! Oh, he's, <laughs> yeah. he's, he's special goofball. on a couple Love of different him to levels. Death, but a straight goofball. <laughs> yeah, he's he's special on a couple of different levels. Yeah, but. yeah. He rode a short bus, I think. Oh yeah, but window he, liquor. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. 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 he, he wears a helmet. helmet. He does it. wear a helmet. I seen need it. to get I a piece of plexiglass to put on the front. I did. I seen him. I seen him. He was in Saxton and at the bullfights up where he had the helmet on, and I was like, that's very fitting for him. Very fitting. He needs a helmet. Very fitting for Dustin. He definitely needs a helmet. Yeah. So where I first met Brandon is uh, what three four years ago at the Mini Bull World Finals. Yep. And, um I seen how Brandon uh, presented himself, how he ran, basically ran the association and and did his thing. And I uh, looked up to Brandon and become one of my he's one of my best friends now. And uh, if I ever have any uh, questions or want some advice, he's my man. I call and talk to and so. Talking about that in the youth world, how's youth rodeo bull riding going for you? Are you staying busy? or It is a job all on its own. Uh, the youth bull riding world is probably the most difficult thing we do. Um, yeah. Announcing rodeo is way easier. Um, but it's it's going good. We've we've changed some things up this year. Uh, started a new association. The PYRA. Uh, the PYRA. And uh, it's going pretty good. Uh, I mean, it's 
to me the platforms out there there's right. there's some great platforms out there for kids but um just like we you know, kind of kicked this deal off that we got to get them kids to that next level mm -hmm. to get them to those bigger shows and right. and for me i'm all about the fundamentals i didn't have that opportunity when i was riding bulls um maybe i could have been a good bull rider um if we had the platforms that are out there today right um because back then you were you were getting on you know booger red of willie mandels yeah and the bulls are taking to the ifr finals and, yeah. and and that's what you were getting on as a youth right. bull rider and uh, we wasn't prepared for that the, right. the the group of guys i was i mean there were some highlight guys that kind of flew out of that bobby caps mike collins mm -hmm. um that kind of moved on went to the pbr yeah. and, and when it kind of kicked off but for me i didn't have that opportunity and and so the youth world when i say it's a job within itself it's it's a job putting a, together a set of bulls um, yep. for them kids the fundamental style of them bulls they don't need to be getting on the rankest bulls in the world mm -mm. Um, yep. they need to learn all the steps leading up to it and that's what i like about the rodeo announcing side with it is we can get them kids in front of cameras and we can get mm, them kids right. in front of interviews and and treat them kids like the rjb mooney or cody yeah. hard or whoever right. and 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 get those kids prepared so when they step that next level they already know what to expect and uh they're mentally physically and and all the abilities their athleticism they're all there leading mm -hmm. into those bigger batter bulls when they get older and yeah. we know you're you're in for for the kids i mean last year what you turned in the most sanctioning money and one of the ones that put on the most events put on 28 events and, last year yeah and wow. you Just also in the, in the mini world and you yeah. also are a professional rodeo announcer so people can't not and say, i had a full-time job then too yeah and that's people true. and people can't say that you're not in for the kids because if you didn't want to screw with the kids you have plenty of opportunities oh i ain't made go, no money yet no, i mean there's no go money made in it pro rodeo but you stick with the kids you put on tons of events i mean there's i got my following from missouri comes to you you got a following from five six seven states that well, come to is, you wait a minute hey, wait a minute he is right there around tulsa and and you've got kansas and arkansas missouri and Oklahoma. you know come on all pretty close come on right but no I just <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but no you i mean you definitely are for for the kids uh in my opinion if if not I seen Why the gap. With it? I seen the gap. I seen the gap. COVID's why we bought. I, I hate using that word. I hate that word. But um, COVID's why I bought mini bulls. I didn't have time for no mini bulls. And right. um, COVID hits. They shut down the world, thinking mm -hmm. you know Armageddon's coming in. And um, when they done that, when they done that, um, L.J. Jenkins. He was he was putting on these little Sunday fun days and these fraternities and right. and uh, I was announcing those. And I said, hey, you're, if you're not going to shut down like the rest of the world, what about the kiddos? He goes, what about them? I was like, man, they ain't got nowhere to go either. I mean, everybody's shutting them down, and yeah. you can't go put on an event nowhere. And he's like, man, you want to put on some mini bull rides or whatever? Come on. Right. So within three weeks, I'd bought 30 head of mini bulls. <laughs> uh, wow. Just get in with both feet. Yeah, I mean, right? Don't worry about you it. Jump jump in. In. Just jump in. Yeah. If you want to jump in, just jump head first. And and so we started putting them deals on, and and I didn't know anything about other than the YBR I'd been announcing and, and right. a few little junior deals here and there. And and uh, so we kind of got rocking and rolling and, and jumped into then it was the IMBA mm. and uh, jumped into that kind of, you know, full throttle and started putting on events. And I mean, middle of COVID, the world shut down. We bucking yeah. 25, 30, 40 head of kids. Mm. Yeah. And and so when I seen that, my wife really took to it. And she's right. like, you know, this this is something I like. So she owns the mini bulls. <laughs> and I just the make boss. it. Uh, yes. She's and I just make it happen, you know. Yeah. And so um, it's grown from there. And it just keeps getting better. And. To me, I, I tell all the like announcers coming up that want to you know visit. If I want to give them some advice, they ask any advice. Don't forget where you come from is the biggest deal. And and for me, that's if we don't build the legacy with the kids of today, we will not have rodeo no, in the future. Yeah, no, nothing it's not going to happen. We're never no. going to have them in the future um, because today they got too much stuff to do. They can get on Snapchat, they can get on mm -hmm. gaming, and all this yeah. other crap right. that's going on in the world. And there's you got to instill that legacy. So if I can do that through youth rodeo, that's what I'm going to do. And uh, there's some great people come out of that youth rodeo oh, yeah. in the last seven, eight, nine, ten years. I mean, Big we could time. we could sit here for hours and talk yeah. about the kids that have moved on to the big show, yeah. whether it be PRCA or PBR, yeah. um, that come through that youth side mm -hmm. of things. And I want to be a part of that. Well, as you've seen them coming through the youth deal, what makes a good youth rodeo or youth bull riding? What – what is it that makes it great, and what what can we do to make it better? I think what makes it great if you got the right person 
is the fundamental style of bulls that they're bringing for the kids. Don't don't mm-hmm. bring the ABBI rejects. Don't bring the you know yeah. the old the old has been bulls that are they're still going to jerk them kids down. Yeah. Build the fundamentals first. Build confidence in the kids. Build the confidence. Build the the timing. Um, all the ins and outs mm-hmm. of everything they need to learn. Get that in yeah. them youth years. It don't. You're never going to be a world champion so if you don't work at one. it. Stock is stock. One. I would say stock would be the biggest. Um, producers, producers, um, events Man. that are in it for the kids. Yeah, um, okay. yeah. I would say that would be number two. Uh, number three. I mean, it's just the money's out there for them kids now. It takes money to go up and down the road, and um, but is it? That's my question because I've got two kids that that, that go to uh, WC and, and the PYS and stuff, mm-hmm. and I'm not. I mean, it's hard to. It, it takes a lot of money to go up and down the road, and you pay. Sixty-five, seventy-five dollar entry fees, and and only fifty of that goes back in the pot, and then you're, you know, and then you got association fees and and member dues, and and like a lot of associations now, not necessarily the WC or PY or any of that, they want you to sell, go out and sell tickets. They want the bull, the riders to go out and sell tickets to help buy their stuff at the end of the deal. Like the and I mean, I think it's just, I think there's, I think my opinion of it. And you can give me yours. I think it's uh, there's not enough money in it for the kids to keep them going, to keep the parents hollering them consistently to go to them deals because it costs so much to go to them. And then, you know, I, I think we should get more sponsors involved in it to help yep. pave the way for them kids to keep the associations out of the kids' pockets. I've been in four associations now when it comes mm-hmm. to mini bull riding world. And I can go sell an amateur rodeo to a sponsor – Mm-hmm. and get sponsors easier than I can for kids. You think yep. it would be you, reversed. Be I have the same yeah. problem. And and I mean, so when you go to them sponsors, you, you talk to them about what's going on and, and about these kids. They're not worried about it. Um, I think society is, is switched over, um, and they don't really care about the kids anymore. I, I, just my opinion. I, I yeah. have fought. Um, I probably have, and I'm, I'm not tooting my own horn, but I, I work my butt off, and I – I try to have more events with added money. So, like, Alva's mm-hmm. got added money. Mm-hmm. Um, the Creek Nation puts on, helps yeah. me put on the res games. And and try to put those events, the Huey Junior Patriots, we're getting mm-hmm. add more money yeah. every day. I think the more we get in front of those people, yeah. shove it in their face, say, look, sale. look at these kids. Okay, this is the future of our country, the future of our sport, mm-hmm. the future of everything. Yeah. If, we don't, if we don't pay them kids or help them kids down the road, mm-hmm. what's society going to be when those kids are our age? Yeah. And so slowly it's coming. I mean, we're picking up a little sponsor here. I mean, Blake can tell you that. You think there's too many associate youth associations? Yes, I think I, there is. I, I, I do too. I always uh, said that I'd never be that parent that throw a fit. I mean, that's why there's 40 million churches in the yeah. world, right? You yeah. get mad and you start <laughs> up your own little doctrine, right? <laughs> and so I said I would never be that guy. Yeah, I'm that guy now. Yeah. Um, I think there's just too many. I think it's just flooded the market, and and it's just like big bull riding nowadays is. A lot of people goes, well, there's no bull riders out there. Yes, there is. Well, they said, well, there was more bull riders. You know, we didn't have a problem filling the books 20 years ago. Well, 20 years ago, we had 500 bull riders. But what they didn't have back then was 700 bull ridings. Yeah, exactly. A weekend, you know, exactly. and then nowadays you've, you've got the same amount of riders, but you've got double the amount of events. Take this and, weekend. Yeah. Take this week. There's nine events within an hour and a half at one location. My yeah. event Friday and Saturday. There's nine events. I mean, you, there's only so many contestants. You yeah. can't yeah. drag them in. You got too many right. things going on. Yeah. So yes, there's there's way too many yep. associations. Um, yep. And I said I'd never be that guy. I'd never start <laughs> one. And uh, I did. You know, yeah. I did that. Well, and uh, here we are. Here's another thought. So the PPR is all about bull riders, bull riding, bull riding, bull riding. They're professional bull riders, and to keep their future going. Shouldn't they jump in and maybe have a junior PBR? Yes, have, or, have, or, have start or sponsor a younger... sponsor the events that they believe in. Yeah, right. That will Absolutely. help them along, and, and not the not the Leal deal. That was an invite only deal. There was they handpicked the kids there. You've got to have some kind of qualification system, and you obviously want the better kids there too. But uh, you, you know, you could have a junior PBR, whatever you want to call it, and. And and they could invest in their future too. The PBR could, I mean, especially with the team stuff they got going on oh, now, yeah. and the you know all the stuff. You you got colleges looking at these kids to go to yeah. scholarships. 
they could give a scholarship right into the teams deal, into yeah. their their combines and the stuff they're yeah. doing with the PBR teams, mm-hmm. um, which I've been watching a lot of here lately. Yeah. Um, you know, going back last year and looking at it and seeing the changes with it, because I see I see an avenue for the kids to have an opportunity if we get in front of the powers that be, talk it over mm-hmm. and figure it out. Because we got to keep those kids going up and down the road, mm-hmm. whatever it takes. Yeah. Um, I mean, I've, I've, I've helped pay entry fees. I've, I've paid for finals fees for kids yeah. because, you know, the world right now sucks. I'll just be straight up. Yeah. It sucks. The, <laughs> um, fuel prices are four something a yeah, gallon for yeah, diesel. Yeah. And, and, uh, so if I got the money and can help them kids, I invest. Yeah. Everybody needs to invest. If you're Absolutely. in the buck and bull industry, yep. you need to be investing in the kids. Yep. And I just wonder why the top dog ain't, ain't doing it. PBR. Why I, they're not? I don't know. Why they're not investing in in that youth side? And they haven't got me in front of the right person yet. Yeah, <laughs> that's the that's the deal. Well, I'm sure some of the PBR guys, Pirates to be, are watching this show. So, yeah, hey, get off your asses and help the kids out and invest in your daggum future, and and start a junior PBR or something for this thing. So next time, next year or, or ten years down from the road, we've got quality bull riders, which they get a quality uh, event, a better product. Yep, exactly what it is. Yep. So you go ahead, Blake. No, I was just going to talk about <clears throat> now that you got you recently got your PRCA card mm-hmm. last la- year. Last year. So does the does the youth part now? Are you having to cut back on putting youth rodeos on because no. you're going harder? No. Are you just working them no, in? I, I've got a, I've got a, some people around me that that are great, and and so if I if I've got to be gone. They step up and, and take take, care of take the reins and, and run with it. Um, I'm, my wife, this was my first year to go to Res Games. We've had it for what three or four years. <laughs> right. and, um, last year I was in New Braunfels. The year before that I was somewhere else. And and uh, so I got a group of people that are willing to step up and take the reins and, and put those events on. So no, I'm not. I have no intentions of slowing it. I don't care if I'm booked every day of the week um, because that's the future. Okay. Um, so I I no, it ain't slowed me down at all. Well, like me and you were talking Cody the other day is you know all these seems like they're wanting to give them give them buckets give them feed buckets this That's and that stupid. why not put the money towards giving the kids back their money because you know good and well it's coming out of the parents pockets the entry oh, fee money oh, yeah. mm-hmm. what it's they not, hold out with the member fees and yeah, the association the fees and all this if i wanted to i mean when you add all them fees up and what you pay out over the year to get to the finals to win them prizes, you've probably got ten thousand yeah. dollars invested in all that, or, or you know, you get a bunch of a thousand buckets. Yeah, you know, why, yeah. why not go? Why, why, why not go I need to four H? Yeah, I could go to if I wanted to get my kids a saddle, I can go down there to Teskey's in Texas yeah. and, and right. get a six hundred dollar saddle for them and put whatever I want on the damn thing. Because that right. saddle ain't you know, and ten thousand. What the hell so, does a bull rider need a saddle for anyway? Exactly. Yep. Get them a bull rope. Get them some spurs. Get them a best. Uh, you New know, best. invest in a college degree or something. Give them some kind of college. Help us down. Get them get college sponsorship involved, or something. something. Yeah, a scholarship or something. Get it. Get it in there. And then what's left? Then get it back to the put. Put the money back in the kids' pockets, so them kids can still go up and down the road. Because I know a few kids now that are making enough money rodeoing that their parents are not having to pay for it. Put in. Right. Yep. And because it, it costs the parents money to go up and down the road and, and, and i mean it's it's you know by the time you buy your 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 bull rope the shaps and and kids you know you you it seems like every year and a half two years you're buying a brand new pair of shaps because it doesn't grow out of the old ones yep and best you know yeah. we got a hand-me-down system in my family mm-hmm. yeah i think clancy had some <laughs> and then briar and then now blaine's riding with, but they're riding they start out riding with my old ones that's how small i used to be you still I, ain't ain't too big. I, I can't fit in them no more no no <laughs> no, no. <laughs> No, I tried to vest on not too long ago, and I, I had to unvelcro the whole damn thing. <laughs> yeah. I look like a black marshmallow. Oh, <laughs> hey, for all your logistical needs, give Sutherland Logistics a call. So, what do you think? How could we make it better uh, in the youth world to get the kids seen more and get them out there? Like, what what can producers do to better things? What's I think your, I think I, that's a good question. I mean, what is the answer? Yeah. Um, I, me personally, I think the answer is keep pushing forward, get them kids in front of more people, right. um, like events in Vegas and, and events in Fort Worth, and, and getting the, maybe the the TV crews involved. You know, I mean, right. the Cowboy Channel's covered a little bit mm-hmm. when it comes to the kids, but um, there's a marketing value there 
on on the TV side of things if they'll market it correctly. Yeah. And I think the biggest problem is right now they're like, oh, we got all these pro rodeos, 100 rodeos in 100 days. Yeah. We got all this other stuff going on. But if they'd just give them kids a little bit of a limelight, just a little, just a little. Yeah, they could do 99 big rodeos and, and one, one mini rodeo. Yeah, one mini rodeo. And then, <laughs> and then those sponsors out there will see that. Mm-hmm. Uh, when you go talk, yeah, you right. get in front of them that way. Right. Um, going and talking to those guys, you know, I, I've talked to Tom Blue in the Face with some of them big names, you know, big names right. uh, in a sport. I mean, they'll, they'll sponsor me, but you won't sponsor a kid. I yeah. mean, let, let's right. get these kids. Yeah. The sponsor dollars, get that money, that added money, get mm-hmm. that up. So these kids are coming here riding for stupid amounts of money. Yeah. That yeah. way they have the money to go up and down the road. Mm-hmm. And those sponsorships, maybe we can do an event. My ultimate goal, my ultimate goal, I've never told anybody in the world this, my ultimate goal is to have a open to the world, free entry fee, and them kids are riding for $10,000 to the champion. That's what I want. That's, yeah. I want them kids That's to leave awesome. there with ten grand. How are you going to get that to work? Sponsors. Lots of sponsorships, sponsors. Um, you know, but you do an it's not an invitation. It'll be open to the world. We got to buck bulls for three days to yeah. get down to the final few, we'll and that's it. what we'll do. Right. But let them kids have that opportunity to ride for the money because let's let's talk about tying events for a second. There's 50 million of them, right? Mm-hmm. There's tying events on every every coast to coast. Um, the numbers are different. So we have an event. We got 25, 30 guys. You know, yeah. Right. Team roping. How many show up? 300 i mean three yeah. or four or five hundred you got 600 teams and that's the youth <laughs> yeah. and, that, and that's the youth that's the youth event right yeah so our numbers are completely opposite right um you look at them sans and smarty and all them guys are jumping in and they invested in that but that's their realm right they're right. team roping guys the bull riding world has not yet jumped on that bandwagon they've not jumped in so we got to keep getting in front of people mm-hmm. um getting in front of those tv stations getting in front of any and everything podcasts whatever yeah. we can do to talk about the youth world because you know in the western way of life we instill not only bull riders or bareback riders or whatever it's the western way of life if yeah. we'd go back to the way we run our country in 1776 it'd be a whole different ball game. <laughs> you know <laughs> what i mean be it would better, be a whole different it? deal right. and so in the in the western world we still pray we still talk about the flag we still mm-hmm. we still do all the things that society doesn't anymore the original way. The original way. And so if we keep doing that and keep doing it to our youth, we're not just building bull riders. You know, right. that could be the next president of the United States. That could right. be the next CEO know. of a company. I, I don't know about Blaine over here. I'm not that smart. No. He's I'm not right. going to be no politician. No. He's a bull well, rider. He can't be that smart. No. I've been whacked in the head and you don't have slammed to be smart, times. smart to be a president. <laughs> no. Well, you know, you'll have that from time to time. Well, yeah, we, but, it, I mean, I, I'm pretty sure Blaine's smarter than the president we got right now. Yeah. <laughs> Hands down. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. But, he remembers his name. Yeah. <laughs> Some, well, hey, sometimes. Yeah. You know, and then. Ten years, there might not be a hundred rodeos in the hundred days that they don't oh, start marking. That, that's the the, that's my thinking behind that, it. You, you know, know because I mean? because we've got to keep it going. Yeah, there's always time eventers. There's always going to be time eventers. I mean, we yeah, all yeah. done it. There's we've no all done it. Factor. If you rode bulls once, you've you've team roped too. Because when oh. you get old and you stop, what that's do you, you do? Go. You go team rope. Mm-hmm. they're in. We've all done it. I got buckles on the wall with team ropers on it. But we've got it. We've got to do something to keep those kids going. Um. And it's and it's avenues like this. We've got to right. keep getting in front of people. Yeah. Uh, Cowboy Channel has stepped up. I mean, you know, Mesquite. They've been doing some stuff at Mesquite and showing the kids. And um, the last two years, they've done stuff at at Fort Smith. Um, they've showed some throughout the mm-hmm. year. You know, little events here and there. I think um, they could do a lot more than they're doing. And there's a lot more they could do. And the yeah. audience, I think, would just eat it up. Like the audience sitting at home, they love that. They love seeing that oh. the youth ride a mini bull for six seconds. Don't a walk trot. They love that. Oh, yeah, I had can, a two year old kid this weekend ride a walk trot bull. Dad held him on there, but the crowd went more crazy yeah. then than Over they did the all youth. night long. One of Over the first, the youth. Yeah. one of the first many big mini bull rides I put on was in Wichita Falls with with the great George Marshall mm-hmm. when he was still alive. It was one of the last events he did in Wichita Falls, and I took some mini bulls out there and we did a special deal. And uh, we took some elite riders out there, and and Briar, the, my middle boy, he got on. He was little bitty then. He wasn't probably six or seven, and got on a mini bull, run out through there, run out through there, and crashed into the to the shark cage out there. And, and when and he rode him off from that, and I mean the crowd went <laughs> went berserk. Yep, yep. And and I mean George Marshall come with me. He goes, "This is the best thing I seen I've seen since sliced bread, man. Can you come back? Can you keep coming back? Keep bringing this." I 
hell yeah. And we did that for a while over there with him, just doing specials at, at some of his deals. And then, I mean, we only got to do two or three, and then he unfortunately passed. But, uh, yeah, that was the, the crowd reaction to that they was, was crazy. They eat it up. That's, and I don't know why sponsors don't get behind that and see that. That's just it's it's crazy to me. It just we're not there yet. I think a lot of sponsors just want to give, you know, the youth items like a cooler yes, or always. this or that, and it's like that doesn't pay the bills to go the up and down the road. That doesn't pay. They don't pay the feed fuel the for the kids to get there <laughs> yeah. or the feed for the bulls or pay the announcer to come announce the daggum thing, you know, or the bullfighters to protect the kids. Exactly. There's a lot of other things that go into putting on a youth bull ride, other than just showing up and popping gates right boy so. do we have a dime a dozen of bullfighters though mm-hmm. wow i don't know that they're bullfighters i think they're bull getting on the fencers <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> they're, they're more like cheerleaders hey get up hey get up you know it's hard with the bullfighters too hiring the right guy because yeah. yes. there's, I mean, a difference. There, there's plenty of quality out there there's plenty there of good quality. bullfighters yep. but there's a plenty of people put on some baggies and paint their face up yeah but there's a lot of them that won't chase them kids. I mean, they, you, you walk trots out there, then you got this age group, and you got that age group, mm-hmm. then you got real bucking bulls. You got the, you know, yeah. you get up to the older age groups. You're, you're taking hookings. It, the bullfighters are working. Ty- it, it, it to fight mini to fight a mini bull deal is different than fighting a big bull deal. It, yep. There is, and 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 they they would think, and I've seen bullfighters come in and say it, and say you know they say, oh this is going to be easy. I'm just fighting a bunch of mini bulls. No, they run their ass off. Yep, they're all over We're everywhere, calm. and it's different, right? You don't go in for the the big TV save, the highlight reel save on them. One bullfighter, they need to work in tandem, and one bullfighter comes in there, picks the kid up because they don't weigh 50 pounds, scoop him up so he don't get stomped, and the other one pulls the tail or gets the bull by the horns and, sa- and saves the kid. This this ain't – we're this not doing a highlight reel. Up. And I've had to choose some asses on yep. some of them wannabes that mm-hmm. don't – they the do not get the – the concept of what we're trying to do here they'll step on a kid to get the tail to get the highlight reel they'll step on him and push him under the bull just so they can get the tail and get that highlight reel or something put on social media when they're really there protect the damn kid man and that's what i i gotta brag on my guys i mean uh they come and if a kid's That's having all trouble, you do is brag, well, Blake. If I was, yeah. well, I guess <laughs> but, they, them guys will get in the shoots with kids, yeah. push them kids. It's just they're it, just it different. takes a different it, it takes a different mindset. And they're there for the kids, and they'll do whatever they have to do. I they're one of my guys got on a bull to prove. To, he told a kid, he said, "You ride this bull, I will get on one and prove you." Now was that I'll a mini bull? He got on a full size bull. Full size bull. You dang wow. right. I wouldn't do that. I mean, it just takes <laughs> a different person. It's just yeah, a different them mindset. Guys, them guys mm-hmm. are awesome. Just it is no different with the producer or the announcer or any of it. Right. It's a different mindset to do a miniature bull ride. Yeah, it absolutely is. I agree so, totally. Uh, we're going to step on a few toes here, but okay. Uh, we kind of talked about this in the previous uh, podcast, but do you see uh, parents living through their kids? Absolutely. Year? Absolutely. Okay. More more now. This year than I've ever seen in years past. Um, and I think it's because we have got out there enough um, that we've got green parents. Mm-hmm. Okay, They've mm-hmm. always looked up the rodeo. Um, they watched M- it on TV. Ma- maybe got on at the county fair. Maybe got on a time or two. <laughs> and so now that now they're pushing them kids. They're professionals. Yes. They know it all. They, and, they got and, it figured out. They this year I've seen more of that than I have before. What channel? Pluto. Yeah. You don't know. What channel is it on? We don't know. <laughs> don't even know what time it comes on. Yeah. But yes, I've seen that a bunch that they're living through them kids and and there's some of them kids that don't. They just they're they not it's not in them. They no. just I mean, hey, it is what it is, well, bro. I've seen kids get get they have talent and their dads push them or their parents and push them too hard, too hard and they get to where they they hate it mm-hmm. they can't stand it yep and that's that's what pisses me off because that kid could have been a world champion could have had a talent if you just built him up in confidence and let him want it i mean my boys i don't enter them nowhere if they want to go ride they call and enter themselves they ask and say hey can we go here sure you call and enter you get in it you do that you you here's my credit card Go buy your membership, but they got to do it themselves. They got to put forth the effort when they want to go get on practice bulls. I don't tell them, "Hey, we're going to go practice today." No, they I, if they don't want to go practice, shit, I'd rather be on the fucking golf course anyway. Yep, I'm going to play some damn golf. I don't give a shit. I ain't got to buck them damn bulls and stand out in the heat and 
and all that. You don't like. I mean, I sweat, love bucking bulls. I love bucking bulls. I love it all. But I'm not pushing them boys. They gotta have. The they hunger. gotta want it. They gotta have and the hunger. That for way, it. they never get burnt out on it, and they go at their own pace. Because let's face it, when when they're the kid who won the YBR this year, I have no idea. Okay. That was last week. Yeah. Yeah, nobody knows, nobody cares. I've been it's nine, over I've been and nine done, more performances man. since then. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's nobody cares. Until they're eighteen, it does not make a shit what they win or what they achieve. It only matters when they're eighteen. So a parent's job is to get that kid keep that kid healthy, keep him with confidence and learning and getting on the appropriate stock and letting him move up that ladder to where when he turns eighteen, he's ready. He's yep. got all the tools. He's healthy. He's ready to go down the road and go chase his dream then when it matters most. Them parents that, that like he's talking about, them parents that I think that are living through their kids, I have no problem talking to them about it. Oh, I don't But either. And I talk to them about it. It's, it's like Little League Baseball. Mm-hmm. Okay? You start them kids off hitting a, a ball on a tee. Mm-hmm. Then they go to a coach pitch. Mm-hmm. Then they go to a pitching you know a, a, a pitching machine. And then they move up to a pitcher. And, they you know, by the time that kid graduates, he's got a college – opportunity and go to college and play mm-hmm. major league right. baseball i use baseball as that because that's the only thing i could really think of and yeah. i went through that whole baseball stepping deal yeah. but that stepping stone you got to do that in rodeo by yeah. the time he gets ready to graduate high school he can go on and play major league ball or whatever yeah. we're doing the exact same thing with these athletes yeah. and they're athletes Absolutely. we're doing the exact same thing with these young kids and and you can't push them too hard Mm-mm. but you need to push them just enough that they have the hunger and want it every single day yeah and one thing that really bugs the heck out of me is the kids have a great time, have fun, but it's always the dang parents sometimes that they always have – you can never please nobody. There's always – Can't that, please them all. That bull's too rank. What? You can't that, please them all. That That's bull didn't problem. do enough, and it's just, they just – they chirp about it, and the kids are having fun. It's like, just let it be, and let's Yeah, if it on. was just – you take the parents out of the equation – Used to bull riding, it'd be easy and awesome oh, the, because the kids are easy to make happy. It's the parents that's the problem. Oh, the best the best mini bull riding in the world would be when the parents drop them off at the gate, come back two hours, pick them up. <laughs> <laughs> right. It's, it's, oh, it's yeah. the truth. I mean, yeah. it, and it's bad that, that that it's like that, but th- them parents don't understand. And so, mm-hmm. uh, like me as an announcer and, and doing stuff with the Who Junior Patriot and all the stuff I do, you got you're mm-hmm. educating parents, you're educating mm-hmm. kids, but that's the role we accepted, yeah, because they're right. kids. We're trying to prepare them up. We're passing down our wisdom. I mean, I, I'm not the best guy in the world. I don't know everything, Mm-mm. nor does anybody else in this room. Yeah. But what I know and what you know and what Blake knows, what anybody else knows, if you tell them kids that, well, by the time they're 18, they've got it. Mm-hmm. Right. You know, because I've got different experience than Cody or you, Blake, or anybody else. Mm-hmm. Right. And and so I have no problem telling them parents that and breaking it down and, and – and tell them how things need to go and, and where they need to head next and, and helping them kids out. But it is what it is. You I can't think please a gag order would be in place for some parents. <laughs> yeah, Just put a gag order on them. Just, yeah. right, well, you're, you're part of that group. You're in this room. Shut up. Yeah, because some of them, that's all they want to do is just run their mouth. So but I, I teach them. I treat this, them kids like kid they're mine, every one of yeah. them. Yeah, I've same to yours. Mm-hmm. I, you you yeah. see me around them. Well, yeah. I treat them like get out of line. I give you full permission to put a boot in that ass. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> hey, they get out of line. I get on to them, and, yeah. and I've earned respect from some of them kids. Mm-hmm. Um, I've watched them kids move on. Yeah, um, I've watched some kids do some great things. Mm-hmm. And I mean, I've had. And you've to, seen some parents run some kids. Yeah, you've seen both sides of it. Both sides of it, and, it, and it's bad. But that's the society we live in now. Yeah, um, everybody feels entitled. <laughs> uh, yeah, nobody wants to own up to any of nobody. their mistakes. Oh, nobody, it's never nobody. their fault. It's not. Ne- it's always somebody else's fault. Well, always. Yeah. This this pin of bulls was uneven. What can? What's? I mean, somebody's always got the, something. To, the worst cussing I got. The worst cussing I've got in mini bull riding. Was that in Vegas? IMBA finals. Okay, the second worst. Because <laughs> <laughs> I, I mean, it just dinged in my head. I was like, I know which one he's going there. Crap, I forget. I forgot you were sitting in front of that. But, <laughs> but no, it'd be the second one. And, and it was over. I didn't have rank enough stock. I mean, this dad went plumb, yeah. ate crazy on me. His boy, he comes out there. He holds on to him too long, shoves him off the bull. So he pushed. He's the one that yeah. made the buck off happen. And then he looks at me and says, "Your bulls suck." What are, you, yeah. what, are you, what are you talking about? And then here come the F-bombs. He's freaking smooth out. It's like, dude, if you want rank or stock, take your kids somewhere else. 
Yeah. That bull right. did not buck him off. You yeah. shoved him off the bull. <laughs> yeah. right. And and I want fundamental style animals, yeah. you know? Right. And he didn't need to cuss. He didn't need to freak out. He was like, hey, man, you get a re-ride or whatever. If he'd asked me, I'd probably gave him one. Yeah. Told the judges, hey, just load him another one. Yeah. You know, dad pushed him off. It wasn't the kid's fault. Yeah. And gave him another one. But he yeah. wanted to show himself, mm-hmm. and he's not come back. Yeah. He's not come back. I don't blame him. I, I, yeah. That that parents are the big problem. Biggest big problem. problem. And, and, they, and they've not seen both sides of the fence. They're uneducated. It, it, you know, it's not their yeah. fault, really. I mean, if you get down to it, it's not really their fault. It's they're uneducated uh, because we we get the game. We put them on. We produce yeah. them. We know how much money it costs and feed. And my yeah. gosh, I bought feed the other day. It went up another sixty dollars a ton. Yeah. And and you know it keeps going up. And all the, all the expenses we got. Well, I understand you got expenses. Yeah. But look at my expenses. Yeah. Well, yeah. I can also tell you a lot of people a big misperception is many bulls eat less. Horse shit. No. They eat more. Wash. They eat more. Yep. Only thing different between a, a mini bull and a big bull is the mini bull have shorter legs. Yes. Yep. That's it. That's they still it, got yeah. the same appetite. <laughs> same they everything. still eat the same amount. And, that, and that's one thing that really bugs me is when we have to have meetings, when we go to world finals with parents, don't be soaking the bulls in the alleyways. And that's not the kids doing it. No, it's, it's parents. the parents doing it. Well, most of the kids and, can't pull the rope that tight to soak one. Yeah. Well, true. The parents but, can. And and that just bugs me because it's like you don't realize what we have in these animals as a stock contractor. But what they're, what they don't realize too is they're cheating themselves. Yeah. They are. I mean, yeah, they're they're screwing the bull over, but they're cheating themselves. You soak that sucker all the way up that buck and shoot, then you get in a buck and shoot. You're throwing a fit because he's laying then, down. Well, and they want to complain. Yeah. Then they want to gripe because the oh. bull's down there laying down. And then and he's sixty two points when he get when he does yeah. get out yeah. on him. Why do you just jump all? Why do you just jump kick down the pin? You told me you turned back. Well. Loosen the dang rope up ten slides back, yeah, and that's just what that just really eats it into me. me. You know, a couple of years ago we was at the WC finals down there, and and I had bulls down there, and I and and I'm speaking about one of my bulls getting soaked. I I went back there two or three times, and I mean the rope is just hocked off in this, and I had to climb up in the dad's ass and told him if I caught it doing it again, I had a pocket knife and I was going to cut that kid's rope. I said that's bullshit, and he act you know played dumb like oh I didn't know it was that tight yep. bullshit. Yep. Bullshit. You seen me loosen it off and check it. It it just needs to be tied on to where it don't fall off. You don't have mm-hmm. to hock it in them, you yep. know? And and then parents know some of them parents they know some what they're know doing. what they're doing. They know exactly some what they're don't, doing. Some don't. You know, but once if the ones that don't, once you educate them, it don't happen again. And they watch. Yeah. Right. It don't happen don't, again. But this one, you know, ones I, that know. this one obviously knew what he was doing. And there was a, there, and I caught a couple of them a couple of years ago. It was it's got but last year was better. Yep. There wasn't as many Doing it, I mean, there was still a few, but it wasn't as bad. Because a couple of years ago, man, that was a big thing. They, everybody, me and Blake was back there, and yeah. I mean, we was loosening ropes off all the time. All and all I didn't want to be the big asshole and you know be jumping up and down parents' ass and all this shit all the time. But Brandon so we will. just finally got to just loosen them off and. Tie Brandon them up. will, you know me, you heard me mm-hmm. down there. Yeah, yeah, I catch, we you. catch you. I ain't asking. I'm cutting, cutting the rope. Yeah. I don't. I, I've already told you in the meeting. Mm-hmm. I've explained what's going on. There's your warning. Yeah, and that's what it should be. It, if you get caught, then there's a you know consequences. Yep. You better go find a bull rope store if you're gonna get on tomorrow because this yep. something's gonna be. That's cut. just the thing that bothers me is that then when the bull gets up there and don't perform, they want to talk trash on your animal. Mm-hmm. After and do you pulling. not feed this thing? Why is this thing not got no energy? No. Well, it's we like can talk about contractors not half. feeding their bulls and looking bad. That's another thing. You know, some of these contractors, there's people out there that shouldn't own fucking bulls. Oh yeah, I mean it's horrible. They they don't feed them, they don't take care of them, and yet they want them to go show up and, and perform, and it's it's just pitiful. And if you can't afford them, don't buy the damn things. Yep. Well, guys, let's uh, take a minute and listen to our great sponsors. How about that. This episode of Beyond the Buckles is brought to you by our friends at Loric Ranch Home Furnishings, Young Cattle Company, Sutherland Logistics, Off Our Rocker, Sunnyside Graphic Design, Cactus Rodeo, Print and Stitch Company, DEL Cattle Company, and Blake Skaggs Bucking Bulls. You know, something else that makes me mad is not feeding their damn bulls. There's a lot of many, many bull contractors that think, oh, it's going to be cheap. We're going to get in here and we're going to have many bulls and it's going to be easy. And they don't feed the damn bulls. Mm-hmm. No, it, they there's so much work and it's no different mm-hmm. than owning big bulls or regular livestock or buck, or bucking horses or horses or anything. Yeah. I mean, it is it is a full time job, full time yeah, job. I don't take give care a of crap if they're mini bulls or bushwhacker. You got to feed them. They're athletes. They got to perform. 
And yep. if you don't feed them right, then they ain't going to perform. And then, you know, especially in the mini bull world, you know, you got, you know, we're trying to get this out there and put out a positive look. But then you go to the WCMB finals or any other finals for that matter, and bulls in the back pens are fucking poor, and their hip bones are sticking out, and their backbones, and you can count their ribs. And mm-hmm. I'm like, this is not a good look. Mm-hmm. That, and also no. when they're poor, it hurts when you freaking ride one like that. <laughs> <laughs> it hurts. I knew we'd get Blaine to chime in. <laughs> it yeah. hurts. Yeah. yeah. You're getting pounded every time that bull kicks. I am. Riding the skeleton. Yeah. Yeah. That's exactly right. That old backbone there. Freaking, you're out. And when you feed them, it helps. It don't hurt at yeah. all. Kind of cushions that area yeah, a little bit. Yeah, it huh? does. It <laughs> makes it feel better. <laughs> and I'm not saying, you know, because it's hard to get some of them bulls, them mini bulls with yeah. the old flat backs, you know. I mean, yeah. it takes a lot of money, but I'm talking, just feed them to keep them healthy. Yeah. They ain't got to be flat backs. They I can just, you know, yeah. just have them healthy just, where you can't count their dadgum ribs yeah. or, or, throw a ring around their hip bones you know and i see that a lot i see it in the wcmb i i mm-hmm. and saw it in there last year yeah there's there's several of them that just needed lesson on feed programs if you can't afford them get the hell out what are you doing but speaking of wcmb you're no longer with them no sir no sir why? What? What in the world? Because we here here beyond the buckles, we like to get behind the shit and see what went on and and why and let people know. Because there's a lot of parents out there that's wondering, probably still wondering, why the hell ain't Brandon here? I get three or four phone calls a week from yeah. parents asking me why I left. I said a little bit earlier, I I never was going to be that parent. I was always against it. You know, I wouldn't yeah. get mad and, and leave. And uh, some things just wasn't headed down the right direction. Um, I didn't feel that. What I signed up for in the beginning was the result we were getting, and it was time to move on. And uh, we started up that PYRA because I I wanted to make sure I knew where everything was going, mm-hmm. where the money was at. What so that was a big question on. with WCMB. It was it wasn't very transparent at of times, where everything was going. At times, yes. And it was more of a dictatorship. At times, yes. Yeah. And you wasn't the dictator. And I wasn't <laughs> no, the dictator. No. I was on the mic during the finals, but yeah. Um, but yeah, I, you know, it, it, it just, it wasn't headed down the road. I thought it needed to go down. Right. Um, you know, what we, what we agreed to when we devised the WCMB, yeah. of course we left the IMBA and started yeah. up WCMB mm-hmm. and, um, you know, looking back, I uh, was that the right decision back then. Probably not. Um, uh, but in the same breath, it was at the moment. You and, think you should have went with the IMBA instead of the WC? Ah, man, I don't know. It's, it's just like we talk about it. There's yeah. too many, too many associations out there and, yeah. Um, there were some things happening then that just it happened, and there was and, a lot, a lot of fishy shit going on back then. I, I mean, I was a part of it back in the IMBA days too. Uh, my boys, the two younger ones, was riding in it then, and uh, yeah, it was there was some fishy stuff going on there with the IMBA, and then of course I liked the WC because it was going to stay more in the southern region. Yeah. You know, I think the IMBA wanted to go further north. Yep. To Michigan, yep. Idaho, all that, all yeah, that up in there, staying and, up in there, and we, and like I say, we we started up the WCMB, and and what we devised it on is not where it was headed to me. That was just yeah. my opinion. Everybody's got an opinion, and and that was mine, and and so we, I left and had no intentions of, I mean, I was selling out. You can ask Blake I, when I left when I left WCMB. I, um, I was talking about selling off the mini bulls. Of course, my mm-hmm. wife ain't gonna sell no walk trots ever. <laughs> um, but nope. but you know, I mean, we we're just gonna quit. Yeah. I mean, I was just gonna be done. It was not what I wanted to do anymore. Yeah. Um, because it was not going down the road I thought the kids needed to be on. Yeah. And uh, well, it was about a month, I guess later, some guys got together with me. It was like, Nah, we, you know, no, we've got <laughs> we've got to start something else. And yeah. I told them then. I said, I'm not. I've always said I will not be that parent or that contractor or that guy that gets pissed and leaves and starts yeah. a whole new association. I'm not going to do it. Well, I did it. You did and, it. <laughs> and me and Jimmy Silva and Larry Allison yeah. kind of sit down and, and visit about it. And We don't have a board. No. It's three men and three wives, and um, it's all transparent. We all – you can call me right now, and you'll have to call Joe because she has the books <laughs> on her at the moment. But – I mean, she can tell you how much money's in the account, how much money's going here, where, what's this, what's that. Yeah. Um, we didn't put a board together. We we just put us three and and, and made it work, and now we know exactly yeah. where everything's going. You know, do you think there's a lot of associations and promoters that are are in it for money 
versus the kids? Absolutely. Absolutely. I think two things there. Two things there. I think they can't afford to buy a big bucking bull. Mm -hmm. So they want to be a stock contractor really bad. And so they buy mini bulls. So that goes back to the feeding programs mm -hmm. and problem stuff, stuff like that. They mm -hmm. don't, they can't handle the big bulls, so they got to do the little bulls. Yeah. Mm -hmm. and, and I think they're in it because they think they can make money. Um, when I started and bought mini bulls, there was one guy in my area that had them, and uh, I bought up a handful of mini bulls. And right now, there's probably what Blake ten, ten between me and Blake's house, and we're yep. six hours apart. You know, there's ten guys bought up bulls and. Backyard guys got three or four, and this guy's got ten or twelve, and um, you know, and then they're they're mad because you don't let them bring them to the yeah. table. Let everybody them bring to your to event. Everybody yeah. wants to haul them. Yeah, but it's like nobody wants to put a event on, but they sure want to haul them to yours. Want to haul them to yours and show up an hour before the show and and leave right after the last full bucks. Throw yeah. some flanks over you know? their shoulder and act like they're. But there's no money made. Page or Chad yeah. <laughs> if you think there's money going to be made, you're in the wrong business. Wrong. You, yeah. You know, somebody told me one time. He said, "You want to make a million dollars in 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 the bucking bull world? Start with two. Yeah. Start with two million. Yeah. yeah. You're going to have. That's to. how you're going to have a million dollars. I mean, don't, don't get me wrong. You know, you you take out a little bit of sanctioning fees, and that goes to the association. You take out some stock fee. Um, you gotta be able to feed the animals, but too. the stock, yeah. the stock feed doesn't cover. Blake can yeah. test it. Mm -hmm. You can. You got many mm -hmm. bulls too. You yeah. can test it that 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 stock charge might buy this month. Yeah, feed. maybe. And <laughs> maybe. then next month, like, like July. Let's take July. I had zero events in July. It just yeah. my schedule's too mm -hmm. full, and um, yeah. we had one rain out, which why wow, it was raining in July. But um, <laughs> I mean, there was no money in. Yeah, well, there ain't right. no money stacked up over there. Mm -hmm. Yeah, but then so that was still personal eat. money. Yeah, still personal money bought yeah. that. Mm -hmm. It doesn't. It doesn't pay for itself, so to speak. No. Um, now it, you you do all right. I mean, it, it buys some feed and it buys a little hay and buys some little mm -hmm. you know mineral buckets. You better but, be in it for the love of the sport. Because exactly. You're not in it for the money. I no, promise. no. I do all my other stuff for a living. Yeah. Uh, and it's not a hobby. A lot of people say, "Oh, you just do that mini bull deal for a hobby." Absolutely not. I do that because that is the future. Yeah, mm -hmm. that is the future is why I do it. It ain't got nothing to do with money or any of that. I do yeah. it because I I want to pass down when when I die. I want my grandkids to be able to rodeo. Well, if you right. if you if you want your announcer, if you want a job in fifteen twenty years, we better start growing some kids. Exactly, and, and to have that future. Exactly, for you to have a job for have somebody to announce at them rodeos. It comes down to the nobody. riders are the event like mm -hmm. if you don't have riders you don't oh, have an event yeah if you don't have producers that want to buy stock and invest if you don't want if you don't have riders you don't have nothing else you yeah. have nothing else without a stock contractor and a rider you have zero events. there is no there's no product mm -hmm. no product Not a product at all mm -hmm. your sponsors are no. gone You're, there's no nothing it's no. over with yeah i and i man that board thing with the with the wc deal i i I think, and in, in you being the vice president, I, I think that the, the stock contractors should be able to vote in who, who who needs to be in there on that board instead of it dictated from the board who they want on the board. Exactly. You know, it should be a group of your association. I think they should pay their you look. You look at any other association in the business. Yeah. Um, ACRA, IPRA, mm -hmm. Arkansas Rodeo this, yeah. Kansas that. You look at any of the rest of them, um, you're voted on by the membership. Yeah, it's how you get into those positions. Um, I have yet to find, including ours, because like I say, we don't have a board. We just yeah. got three families that love it. Yeah, um, but they they come up with a board, they put them in there, and only if someone quits or leaves or passes away, yeah, then the they, board themselves. Then the pick. boards will say, "Okay, well, send me some names," and they'll go through there and pick some names. Blake's tried to get on a board as long as I've, I've known. I've tried Plumback yeah. since in the IMBA days. And tried to get on there, and I don't get on there. It's like it, this year in the WC WCMB. I tried. I, I brought up on the riders or on the not the riders, I me, mean, but the stock contractors call. Hey, I want to be a part of this. I, I think we need a new guy picking bulls for the finals. I think it should be a committee, four or five guys picking bulls to go to the finals, so there's better stock. And maybe you don't see them poor suckers out there no more. You've got to send recent pictures and help a help sell a better product. And I ain't got a phone call. I still yeah. ain't got a phone call. I don't even want to be on the board no more. Yeah. I don't believe. I, I don't really believe in what they're doing. But if we was to turn PYRE into a board, I would. I wouldn't. I'd still yeah. be a part of it. But I wouldn't. I don't want to go back into that board position no, no more. 
Um, oh. IMBA as vice president, WCMBI as vice president. Um, you know, and, and the vice president, me being the announcer, I got all the complaints. I had to oh, be yeah. the, I had to be the the enforcer. I mean, like yeah. last year the finals, I was a principal. I mean, well, where I, was the president? Had to go to the to the office, and um, I don't know. I, I mean, I I was up there doing my thing. Yeah, I couldn't tell you. Yeah, but you know, and, and it got to the point that it was caught. It wasn't causing trouble at home, but I mean, I'd go home and gripe to my wife. You know, every yeah. time I come home from the finals or, or these events or that event, it's like, dude, I, I'm tired of being the. I, I like yeah. the bad guy every single yeah. time. Yeah, but but. After that, leaving that all behind me and going this year, uh, I mean, there was a kid I had to I had to disqualify last year for some stuff, mm-hmm. and uh, I got to watch him get baptized, and uh, I got to watch him and cheer him on last week at YBR. We're all buddies. I, I earned the respect because I was the bad guy. Yeah, but a rule's a rule's a rule. Mm-hmm. Ain't no different at home. I you mean, live by the rules, I you mean, die by the rules, man. They, they can do what they want. If you yeah. if you act up my house, you're still getting a belt across your butt. It mm-hmm. worked for me. It's gonna work for the next twenty years. Yeah, you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, that 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 never gets old. And I probably you can ask the boys there, ask Blaine there. If he gets in trouble, it's it's ass whooping. It, oh they, yeah, they don't outgrow ass whoopings at my house. But I hadn't had to give them too much. They're pretty good boys. <laughs> Sometimes. Sometimes. Yeah. When's the last time you got one, Blaine? Day before yesterday, probably. <laughs> That's why he's sitting funny. <laughs> he's had so many now, I can just give him that look. Yeah. He knows old shit. Oh, I yeah. hate getting that look from my mom, right? <laughs> uh, scares me a little bit. Yeah. But I think that's a problem in all the junior deals is is people get in there and they get they get kind of one one side. Well, they get greedy too. Yeah, it's like greedy. the boards. They they pick people that will benefit them yeah. and not the association and yeah. the riders yeah. and, the, and the parents. Yeah. There's no voice for the parents on the board. There's no um, voice for, voice for the riders. Either. No voice for the stock contractors. I mean, I fought. I fought the most. We started a sanctioning fee deal. It kind of caught some flack mm-hmm. over that. And oh, yeah. Once I explained what the sanctioning fee was for, then they was like, oh, okay. I mean, that's to help them guys. I mean, we had guys bring bulls from Florida, Tennessee. Yeah. I mean, come from all across the country. Carolinas. To, to Fort Worth or to Mesquite. And, I mean, that's a long ways. Yeah. For your $20 yeah. an hour or 30, <laughs> 30 or $40 an hour. An hour. You know? Yeah. And so that <laughs> sanctioning fee was to help that. And so once we explained it and educated those people – um, they understood it, but that that's the biggest thing I see. And it's not, it's, I mean, it don't matter if it's PRCA to PBR to, you know, um, the different associations, you'll always have some's got their blinders up you oh, know, yeah. and got their own agendas. Um, I hate politics and, uh, that's the problem. It's sometimes Un- politics gets in the way. Unfortunately, mm-hmm. politics are in every aspect of every sport or every way of life. Yep. It, you can't. You can't get rid of it. No. no. And, and I hate politics. I can't stand it. I, I, I hate it more than, yeah, more than anything. Um, yeah, man, I, it, it's just it's something we got to deal with. It's a sad future. And, you know, um, man, youth rodeo, what's, what's the future for? Is it good? Is it bright? I think it's bright. I think it's bright. We're, I think it's all headed down the right path. Um, I think we're, we're moving in the right direction. We have got in front of some people that – Kind of jumping on the yep. on the bandwagon now, um, you know the Who Junior Patriot. The first mm-hmm. couple of years was kind of you know rocky and rough, and yeah, and uh, you know I just I tell it how it is, and I mean yeah. you can call Kevin Hall right now. He's oh Brandon will tell you straight up, you know. And, <laughs> and I good. think I think you know with with the Patriot stuff and the and the this stuff and who he's on board with with the Who stuff, and it's all slowly. Yeah. It's just going slower than I want it to go. Right. Um, yeah. I don't have. I'm a, impatient. I don't, I don't Everybody have very, tells yeah, me. I don't I'm have very good patience. patience. I don't and, either. I want it right now. Um, you are but it's moving in the right impatient. direction because the right people are jumping on board. The yeah, right and I people like the way are the starting Patriots to come doing in. It. They're bringing in some bigger sponsors and, and, and getting it out in front of people. Uh, do they televise that? No. Why not? Uh, we've got some. Well, let me rephrase that. Yes. Last year we did do the Who Junior Patriot on the Cowgirl Channel. And. The new channel they have, yeah, but it was the time event side of things, yeah. Um, because there's no way. I mean, if you've ever been there, the second week of the Patriot, it, there's no way we could facilitate bulls in amongst the whole everything else going on, right? Um, and it's and it's too hard to facilitate them kids to come back. I've had a lot of parents. Well, man, them kids get to come next week and be on TV. I mean, if you've been there, every stall, every pen, everything mm-hmm. that happens the second week is full. Um, mm-hmm. 
we've been working on that. Me and Kevin's racking our brains trying to figure some things out to to bring them to the table, the rough stock kids. Um, but it was on there. The time it needs events. to be a separate yeah. deal. I the mean, the time events still, got they, to be there. They, they can time event, you know, show the time event the next week. Exactly. And then, but the first week they can air the rough and, stock. And it's just like the high school finals yep. or whatever yep. they show. They'll show three events one week, and then they'll show the next three events the next, the next week. week. And, and that's what we're working towards. So you know, hopefully that that comes into play next year at Fort Worth. Um, you know, we're working on Vegas right now with the Who Junior Patriot. Mm-hmm. It gives them kids the opportunity to go out there as well. Yeah. Um, I mean, there's already the Yeti, Yeti World Finals still going on out yeah. there. It gives them kids one mm-hmm. more opportunity. Yeah. And, and my deal, me personally, I'm all about the opportunity. The more we give these kids, mm-hmm. the more opportunities we give them, the better the sport's going to be in the long run. Yeah. yeah. And so Absolutely. slowly we're gathering up the right people, um, getting on the bandwagon to push them kids and – I think the future is really bright when it comes to youth rodeo. I wish you'd work just a little harder. (laughs) I'm working as fast as I can work, but I'm proud of you. You see the gray hair and the mustache, right? Yeah, Yeah. I didn't have any gray in this mustache until I started doing junior rodeo. (laughs) (laughs) Getting old on us. Yeah. Well, Brandon. Man, I think it's been a good episode here, mm-hmm. and I'm glad you come on. I'm I glad we worked. It. We worked. We talked a lot about the old you stuff, the good, the bad, the ugly, the man. And I, it's good seeing you, buddy. Good seeing you guys. I, I'm as well. telling you, I'm glad you had glad you on, and uh, she will have to have you back. I'll come back anytime. Man, I like it. Hey guys, if y'all like this episode of Beyond the Buckles, make sure you go to our Facebook page, Instagram page, give us a like, give us a listen. Go to YouTube, follow us, subscribe, Spotify, Apple. We're on all major podcast platforms. Be sure to follow us. That helps us out and helps keeps us bringing these great episodes like today with Brandon Wren. Until next time, keep your rosin hot, and we'll see you then.